Welcome to a Record Roulette bonus episode. My name is Eamon O'Flynn, and I'm joined by our guest from our last full episode, the host of the Band of History podcast, Tyrell Listen. Last episode, I mentioned that my favorite band album was Rock of Ages, which is a live album. It's not on the Rolling Stone list, but many live albums are. In your opinion, should live albums be on greatest albums lists? Yeah. Uh, Thanks for having me. Um, Great question. I asked my wife this because I wanted her opinion as a music lover, too. And we had a discussion about it today. And I think we agreed that, yes, indeed, they they should be. Um, You know, sometimes live albums have a tendency to be greatest hits albums. And, and, you know, that Mm -hmm. kind of can skew scales a little bit. But I think some of the greatest moments in history, uh, music history, have happened on live albums and a lot of bands are live bands inherently mm-hmm. uh, and i'm not even talking bands like grateful dead or like dave matthews who are more like known for their live work i'm talking about bands who have really great studio albums as well but there's something about the live aspect rock of ages being a really great example of that so i think they belong on the list yeah it's it's a to me it should be but it's a different thing. Like I think an album, a studio album is a work of art in terms of how you put songs together, what sounds yeah. you you want playing off each other. How do you lead it off? How do you finish it? To a degree, you can do a little bit of that with with live albums. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can kind of pop a you know a song from the middle and, and uh, into the start to get like the right feel. But generally you don't. You just give this is a performance and it is a, just a different experience. Yep. And I think it should be there. But yeah, I, I'm hesitant when it is something where it's just like, this is a this is a greatest hits and we have to have it. Um, we've done uh, the Who Live at Leeds, for instance, which I thought was just fantastic, especially knowing that the music they were playing on studio albums at the time was not as big and brash and loud and, mm-hmm. and screechy and distorted. And so it was showing it shows very clearly that what you were getting in, in real life was not the same. Yeah, I, I wonder whether if you were to put a band a live band album on here you have you have three i think you could probably choose from i'm, I'm gonna include uh before the flood so mm-hmm. before the flood is that what it is yep yeah okay um with bob dylan but you know would you which one would you put the the most emphasis on if you were trying to get rolling stone to well the the easy choice is the last waltz because of the significance the cultural significance but i i actually my criteria for for putting a a a live album on would be it would have to be primarily the the artist the one artist so Mm -hmm. if it's a band album it's got to be mainly band tracks i also am a partial to rock of ages myself i think it's the better live album i think 1970 to 1971 is uh, the classic era of the band the best era of their live performance yeah um so i would put rock of ages on there i think the introduction to the brass um on the live rendition actually altered the band sound in a really positive way and became synonymous with their sound for a lot of people so uh i would probably put rock of ages on there That's all for today. Check out Record Roulette on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RR Music Pod. Rate and review this podcast wherever you can. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite show. Or listen for free at recordroulettepodcast.com. Music in this episode is from Lemon Music Studio. Thank you for listening to Record Roulette. Until the next spin, goodbye.